Here is the story of writing for August 25th, 2023. On this day in 1835, the Great Moon Hoax began when the New York Sun newspaper ran a story claiming that unicorns, two-legged beavers, and furry-winged humanoids resembling bats lived on the moon. Over the next few weeks, five more stories about the moon creatures appeared in the paper. It was meant to be satire, but not many people realized it. Edgar Allan Poe accused the newspaper of plagiarizing him. Just two months before the Sun's hoax hit the press, Poe had published a similar story about a man who sailed a hot air balloon to the moon and found fantastic animals and plants living there. And it was on this day in 1894 that Japanese physician and bacteriologist Kitasato Shibasaburo discovered the infectious agent that caused the bubonic plague. The Swiss bacteriologist Alexander Yersin also discovered it a few days later. But it was Yersin who demonstrated that the same bacteria caused bubonic plague in rodents and humans. On August 25, 1916, the U.S. National Park Service was created, and writing played a big part. Going back in time to 1832, artist George Catlin wrote that the American West could disappear unless the federal government took steps to protect the land and the life it sustained. Catlin called for a nation's park. Instead, in 1849, Congress created the Department of the Interior to protect and manage the nation's natural resources and cultural heritage. The USA's first national park, Yellowstone, was designated in 1872. But this was in a territory, so there was no state agency that could manage it. The Department of the Interior didn't really have the manpower or the expertise to run national parks. Conservationist Stephen Mather and journalist Robert Sterling Yard began writing and publishing articles that made the case for creating a National Park Service that would welcome visitors to parks while protecting the land's natural beauty and cultural importance. After U.S. President Woodrow Wilson signed the law establishing the National Park Service, Stephen Mather was appointed its first director. And it was on this day in 1944 that Paris, France, was liberated from Nazi troops who had occupied the city since 1940. On August 25, 1958, Momofuku Ando became the first person to market instant ramen noodles. What does this have to do with writing? Everything. Being a writer makes it a little more likely that at some point you'll be hungry and the only edible thing in the house is instant ramen. After slurping it up, some writers will become more driven. Others will give up. And this means that among writers, the taste of success or failure is the same. Well, maybe it's chicken or fish or veggie, but it's the taste of ramen. And it is the birthday of the man who wrote, We have met the enemy, and he is us. American illustrator Walt Kelly was born on this day in 1913. He drew the comic strip Pogo from 1948 to 1973. That line, though, first appeared on a poster for the first Earth Day in 1970. The character Pogo, with a litter picker's spike and garbage bag, is standing by two stately trees that are surrounded by trash. He's looking over his shoulder with a sad, pleading expression on his face, as if he's asking why people have flung their garbage into the woods. The saying, we have met the enemy and he is us, was adapted 
from U.S. Naval Commander Oliver Perry. During the War of 1812, Perry's vessels pounded British warships on Lake Erie with such ferocity that it was the first time an entire British naval squadron was forced to surrender. In Perry's battle report, he referred to capturing the opposing ships by writing, We have met the enemy, and they are ours. And it is the birthday in 1918 of American pianist, composer, and conductor, and an American original, Leonard Bernstein. Baltimore Symphony Orchestra conductor Marin Alsop described Bernstein on the Guardian's news site, saying, Bernstein was impossibly brilliant in so many different areas. A genius conductor, composer, author, pianist, thinker, activist, educator, and entertainer. But for me, his genius was in connecting the dots between all of these. He had passion, enthusiasm, and intense and boundless curiosity about our world. Bernstein did not think about education and music as being separate entities. For him, they were part of a systemic, organic, whole-person educational approach. Today's reading is an excerpt from Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. I have, for the first time, found what I can truly love. I have found you. You are my sympathy, my better self, my good angel. I am bound to you with a strong attachment. I think you good, gifted, lovely. A fervent, a solemn passion is conceived in my heart. It leans to you, draws you to my center and spring of life. Wrap my existence about you, and kindling in pure, powerful flame fuses you and me in one. And that is the story of writing for August 25th. Thanks for listening. Thank you.